Welcome to 10 Minutes, a breakout investor podcast. Today we are talking about Smith Micro, ticker SMSI, with Aaron Warwick. First, a disclaimer no one on this call is an investment advisor and no one is providing investment advice. Before investing in any company stock, you must do your own research. Supporting materials for today's discussion will be posted on the Breakout Investor Discussion app, which is located at app.breakoutinvestors.com. The application and much of the research content is free. After registering and logging in, use the research bar at the top right of any page, type in the ticker, and the results will give you a link to the research post with this podcast and to other discussion and research relating to today's company. Now to our topic, SMSI. Aaron, you recently wrote an article for Seeking Alpha where you talked about investing in SMSI as being like riding a roller coaster with lots of ups and downs. Uh, are we in an up now or are we in a down? Uh, but, bef- uh, but with your answer, please provide a little background on the company and explain why breakout investors should be interested in Smith Micro. Yes, it definitely has been a roller coaster, Scott, um, and one that I've enjoyed for the most part. Uh, sometimes the down <laughs> the downhill part of it is not always as fun, but it's been a good opportunity to acquire shares in the past. Uh, what I really want to speak about two things, uh, both the past and the present uh, of Smith Micro. I want to speak about the past very briefly, just to give a sense of why I'm so positive about the present and the future with the company. Uh, and really, what we're gonna what I want to focus on today is Safe Pass, uh, which is their flagship product. Uh, we can maybe talk about their other products some some other time. But uh, Safe Path is a family safety application. Uh, can be used also. Um, there's an IoT aspect to it as well that where Smith can connect to other products all in one hub, all in one app, uh, as well as into the router uh, to your router at home. And so, in the past, what one of the uh, up uh, parts of the roller coaster was um, back in the second quarter when they released their second quarter results in 2019, and Many uh, people that are on the Breakout Investors platform, as, as well as others that are sort of in our uh, sphere of our investor network, had been following Smith very closely um, since 2017, 2018. We'd been doing store checks at Sprint stores because at that time, the only uh, carrier that had deployed SafePath was Sprint. And so uh, our research had indicated to us through all the various channel checks and looking at the app downloads and so forth that. Uh, Smith Micro was just killing it with Sprint. You know, they're doing great. And so they released their results in July 2019. And um, our research, uh, you know, it, it proved to be true. And, and the stock went up 67% the next day, just in one day. I think it was up like 30, 40% after hours. Uh, so a huge move. Glad that I was, you know, had a full position at that time. Uh, and I bring that up because. I think there's a possibility that something like that could happen again. Um, not necessarily saying it'll be 67% or calling for any specific number in one day. I don't mean that. But what I mean is that uh, Smith has been on sort of that downward slope here recently. Uh, they've made what the company is called an investment phase, which uh, caused them to have more expenses. COVID, as well as some delays with the Sprint T-Mobile merger, uh, caused revenue to sort of steady off and even decline a little bit. And it appears now that they're, they're poised, probably beginning in the third quarter, I would say, perhaps even uh, a sooner, early on the early side of the third quarter, 
going to start ramping up that revenue again as we see the launch of T-Mobile, uh, of SafePath with T-Mobile, uh, hopefully right around the corner. The company's guided for mid-year, mid-summer. And uh, so I think there's an opportunity for uh, the expenses to level out and for the revenue to start really climbing again if T-Mobile puts some, some weight behind marketing this product, which I have reason to believe they will. All right. Well, let's take a step back. A couple of years ago, uh, Smith had a product with uh, Sprint, the, uh, the predecessor to the current version of SafePath. And what you're saying is when Sprint rolled it out, there was a dramatic uptick in the business. And in as much as this is a software company, a software as a service with monthly subscriptions, which Sprint was selling, the impact at uh, Smith was dramatic. We saw a big uptick. Sprint was acquired by T-Mobile. As far as I know, the contract uh, carried over. And what you're hoping for is a new contract with T-Mobile and T-Mobile following up with a similar launch in its stores, which now includes the the old Sprint stores, of the new uh, Smith product. And if T-Mobile does do that, there is probably going to be a dramatic event when that revenue starts flowing in. And you can see the stock potentially popping like it did the last time. Did I get all that right? Yeah, absolutely. And the reason that I'm hopeful for this, uh, not just in the sense of, you know, they, as we say, hope isn't a good investment strategy, right? But uh, I'm hopeful for it in sort of a um, educated way because we've determined that a lot of the same people that were behind the success of the marketing effort at Sprint are now on the T-Mobile side, now working with the company, with Smith Micro, on the upcoming launch of the T-Mobile product, which, quite frankly, is going to be a lot more robust uh, than the safe and found. Because uh, during this investment phase, as the company has called it, um, which happened to coincide, unfortunately, with COVID, the company has made some significant improvements uh, to the safe path product. It has a lot more capabilities and I think this will go over very well, uh, not just with T-Mobile, but especially, of course, most importantly, with T-Mobile customers. And so I think there's good reason for T-Mobile to put some weight behind uh, this new SafePath product. Um, and it All benefits right. T-Mobile as well. Let me do my imitation then of the late night infomercial. And there's more. Uh, in addition <laughs> to what you're... What you're looking for at T-Mobile, uh, the company recently put itself in position with Verizon. Well, we don't have a lot of time, so if you give us a minute on the situation at Verizon. Yes, so back in March of this year, 2021, Smith acquired the family safety mobile business of Avast. And that was a significant transaction uh, for the company because with that, they acquired uh, the Verizon family safety business. And what we know from, from our research is that Verizon uh, has a roadmap um, that they've presented to Smith Micro uh, of where they want to go in their family safety business. Right now, what Verizon is doing is a very simple product, what Avast offered for them. Avast doesn't have all the capabilities that SafePath has. And so, um, Smith will be working with Verizon to be able to roll out some of the additional features that Verizon uh, wants to see. We believe that Verizon then would, of course, uh, since they're the ones that are interested in doing this, would be putting some marketing efforts behind that as well. And that's something I'm definitely keeping an eye on. 
um, in addition to the T-Mobile side of things. And then All right. Just- well, let's do it one one more time. Uh, you've said that uh, you expect the, the T-Mobile to kick off. They've acquired and hopefully will ramp up the business with Verizon. But there's still more. There is a third player. Can you give us 30 seconds on the third player? Yep. That's exactly where I was headed, Scott, as uh, Dish. And uh, when they get their postpaid uh, brand up and running, um, part of uh, the business that Dish acquired during this uh, Sprint T-Mobile merger was Boost Mobile, which had previously been under Sprint. Smith Micro has a phenomenal relationship with the Boost Mobile uh, people. And so they have already got their foot in the door. Um, and I think that they would be viewed sort of like the incumbent at uh, Dish uh, because, again, they've already got their foot in the door with Boost and uh, I think that they will be able to help guide Dish into things that you know Dish could offer to be competitive uh, in the market through family safety, IoT offerings, and so forth. All right. As we look to finishing this up, what we're talking about here is a consumer subscription, about $10 a month to get the family safety app through their carrier, which gives them the ability to monitor where their kids are, how fast they're driving. And on top of that, a bunch of home control uh, features uh, having to do with uh, your, your in-home router. One, one of the great features, I think, is you, you, you can use the app to turn off your in-home router and turn off your kid's ability to access the internet over his phone. So if you've got a 10 o'clock internet curfew, the, the family safety app will allow you to do that. And parents would get, get this and all of the other features for was it was it nine ninety nine a month, seven ninety nine a month? Yeah, we're not sure yet what because some of these features were not included with Sprint, so it's hard to say right now um, what how uh, T-Mobile will offer that. But yeah, I would guess it'll be around that nine ninety nine a month range. And it's a revenue share with the carrier partner, so the carrier will sell this to its customer base, largely in store, also through email. Give them the functionality; they'll add ten dollars to the monthly bill. And it's a revenue share between Smith and the carriers. Smith loves it because it's got a high margin business. and The carriers love it because after the marketing expense, it's all profit for them. So it's, it's a win-win-win. Great functionality for the parents. Verizon gets incremental revenue on its, uh, on its customers. And Smith, with uh, very heavyweight partners, gains access uh, to uh, a very large consumer customer base. Yeah, exactly. And I think, Scott, another thing to mention as it relates to the marketing on the carrier side is the carriers are always marketing something, you know, anytime you go in to buy a phone. So really, it's no incremental expense to them. They're, it's it's something they're going to be marketing something. And this is something that can uh, hit straight to their bottom line as well. Well, that's perfect. And that's 10 minutes. Thanks, Aaron. We are Breakout Investors. This podcast is meant as an easy on-ramp to understanding today's company and the research and collaboration we do. Please join us for discussion on this podcast and for other breakout ideas on our discussion platform at app.breakoutinvestors.com.